Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of NFL Outlook. My name is Ryan Muscali, and these are my co-hosts. Bryn Marie And Andrew Yee. And let's just start with a review of Sunday's games, okay? Yeah, let's go. So, you, you guys want to start out with the Raiders game? That, I, I, I wanted to say I expected it, but I didn't think it was going to be this big, you know. I didn't think the Raiders were going to score these many points. 40 points on the Chiefs, that's just unheard of. Very unheard of. Derek Carr, possibly a franchise quarterback. Okay, Barry's Buccaneers, Thursday Night Football. Uh, Tom Brady, didn't know what down it was, kind of killed him. Nice yeah, that, that was weird. Bruce Arians said that he, he knew the down, but he think he didn't. It's just, it's weird. Bears, most pretending 4-1 and one team I've ever seen. Okay, next game. Um, <laughs> t- Texan Jaguars. Bill O'Brien's gone. Deshaun Watson's starting to ball out. True, true. It, I mean, to be honest, it is against the Jags. But, um, you know, hopefully he can, he can pick it up, you know, take this team to the playoffs. Um, there are a lot of good ASC teams this year, so it might be tough. But maybe that extra playoff spot could help them and they can go to the playoffs. Ravens-Bengals. Obviously, Ravens won. Held Joe Burrow to three points. Lamar Jackson did have another dud game, though, for fantasy owners. Yeah, I mean, yeah. 14 fantasy points for Lamar Jackson. Basically unheard of for, like, the past two seasons of fantasy. It was really disappointing. But, like, they still got the W. They still held the Bengals to three points, and they still won. And at the end of the week, that's what matters. Panthers, Falcons, Teddy B looking legit. Mike Davis also looking pretty good for a backup running back. Yeah, my only concern is that, like, when C-Mac gets back, if Mike Davis is going to start taking, like, more split carries, and it might be, like, an 80-20 split. That's my only concern, fantasy-wise. But, like, the Panthers, they do look good. DJ Moore had that 55-yard touchdown. Uh, Their Panthers, they're looking really good. Defensively, they're looking pretty decent. But then again, it was the 0-5 Falcons, so. They just yeah, fired I mean, their head coach, Dan Quinn. And their GM, I mean, yeah. yeah. Cardinals Jets, Kyler Murray finally with the bounce back game, but it is the Jets with Joe Flacco. So can't read too much into it. The only thing I saw from this game is Kyler Murray has an underrated interception problem, but like all young quarterbacks, that could be fixed. I mean, yeah, yeah he had yeah. that big bailout touchdown to D Hop, in my opinion. That could have been picked or at least broken up if D Hop wasn't like one of the top three receivers in the league. Kenyon Drake, though, finally found the end zone. Uh, only got 12 rushes, but I really didn't think they needed to run the ball that much. Uh, he did find the end zone, though. Eagles-Steelers. Steelers' defense left 29 points. Miles Sanders had a big run early on, but the Steelers came out the dub. Chase Claypool out of nowhere. Four touchdowns. Yep. I mean, yeah, Claypool looked, Chase Claypool looks like he's leading the offensive rookie of the years right now. Besides Herbert, of course. But, and Burrow. Yeah, he's slowly yep. coming out. Rams, uh, Washington. Rams, D-line look dominant. Alex Smith is back. That's a great thing. Aaron Donald almost okay. killed him by jumping on his back. But besides yep. that. I mean, Ron Rivera said Kyle Allen was going to be the starter going forward if he's healthy. So, I mean, Alex Smith is back. But, like, there's not really much to say going into the forward weeks. Dolphins, yeah, Niners. Really. This pains me. 
deeply to say that my Niners got destroyed. Ryan Fitzpatrick be- got hot again, which he randomly does every season, and we just got killed. Injuries are killing my Niners. I mean, yeah, Fitzmagic took over last season for, like, the first four weeks of the season. He's taking over right now. Dolphins had the, held the Niners to a ridiculously low amount of points for what the Niners were. Jimmy Garoppolo threw, like, two picks in the first half. Terrible game by him. Bad reads. He could blame some of it on his ankle injury. But moreover, I think it's just Jimmy Garoppolo. And based upon his performance from last year, they did make the Super Bowl, but everyone was considering him overrated. And I think it showed this game. Yeah, um, all the time about this massive lead these the Dolphins had, I thought Tua was going to get in at some point in the game, maybe in the fourth quarter. Um, so I just have a question. When do you guys think Tua is going to come and play? He's not playing this year. I don't think so. You don't think he's going to play? That might be a hot take. I don't think he plays this year. I think maybe towards the end of the season or when Fitzpatrick cools down. Okay. Giants-Cowboys. We will talk about the Cowboys later with Dak Prescott, which that's a horrible injury. But Daniel Jones looked good. Not going to lie. Yeah, they need to give him help. They need to give him line help. Um, Darius Slayton is is, is becoming a really productive wide receiver that no one is talking about. Uh, the Giants had this in the bag, but they, they fumbled it. Uh, but Gallup, that, and Gallup in that last drive was – Spectacular. He was unreal. Like, wow. I, I mean, come on. Like, so many amazing, unreal catches he made. So. C.D. Lamb. Great win for the Cowboys. Might be the best wide receiver. C.D. Lamb. Best rookie wide receiver. Yeah, basically broke 130 this week. I mean, he was pretty decent. I, I mean, mean, production by him might go down because, you know. No more Doc. Yeah. We don't. Yeah, we no more Doc. We don't know what uh, – uh, Red rifle. Colts Browns. Colts defense looked really well. Browns stayed fine without Nick Chubb. My uh, Philip Rivers looked very iffy. Frank Wright said he's going to keep him, but we will see. I mean, you know, the Colts held the Browns zero offensive points in the second half, but that really wasn't needed because they got a pick six and a safety in the second half. So I mean, the Browns. It was basically Browns from the start. It was ten ten, and then Colts gave up like. 27, 17 straight, and it was 27 to 10 at one point in the game. They got bailed out occasionally. Uh, Baker Mayfield threw two picks. Isaiah Rodgers had that 101-yard kick return touchdown, but they were just not able to move the ball on offense. And as I said last week, worst red zone percentage in the league. There's really not much you can do. Because Stonzo without Miles Garrett just feasted on our offensive line. That's basically all there was to it. Viking Seattle. The Sunday night football game. What do you guys think of the decision to not kick the field goal late in that game? I just, I mean, I get it. He doesn't want to give it to Russell Wilson, but at the same time, it's like the same thing with the, you know, the Patriots game. You keep on doing the same thing. Seattle at one point is going to stop you. And that's what they did, you know, on that fourth, that fourth down where they decided to run it. And the Russell Wilson does Russell Wilson leads him to, Another victory, a thriller. Um, yeah, 5-0. Oh. I mean, is this really on Russell Wilson or was it DK Metcalf? Because two down the stretch, four down, big catches. One of them was a game-winning touchdown. You know, if I was the Vikings, they did hold Seattle to zero points in the first half. So, I mean, 
I would have taken the field goal in that case and trusted my defense to hold Russ, but I'm not in the NFL as an offensive coordinator, so it's not really my call. I, I still would have gone for it. I would have run a QB sneak. I don't know. Without Dalvin Cook, why do you run a halfback dive? But that's just that's just not me. I mean, I would have taken the I mean, Alexander, Madison was playing really well. To be fair, yeah, he had 100 yards, yards, but you're so close. Just have Kirk Cousins just die for it. I mean... I guess trust the guy that's been, you know, giving you these yards, so. Okay. Now let's talk about the them boys. Can't, Andy Dalton, to give him some credits, he did go down and, get the, and win the game. To be fair, it is the Giants' defense. But he's, went, he's been to the playoffs before. He hasn't done anything in the playoffs. But he's been to the playoffs before with the Bengals. And that division is extremely weak. I mean, in my opinion, this – I don't really know how much we can credit Andy Dalton for that. This is similar to, like, Russ and DK. You know, it was majority DK making big plays on fourth down. And on that last drive, it was basically all Gallup, two sensational catches. I mean, Andy Dalton, he looked decent. He had a decent career with the Bengals, to say the least. But, I mean, going forward, I think their division is in crumbles right now. So, I – believe they could still make the playoffs with Andy Dalton. And especially since half their team right now, they're going to be hungry. They're going to want to win for Dak. They're going to dedicate the season to Dak. And I think that they could really flip the script here. I think Dalton has plenty of weapons with Gallup, Cooper, and CD, who are all balling out. So he'll be able to air the football out, not as well as Dak Prescott, but he can still do his job serviceably. He also might be an underrated fantasy option in deeper leagues. And don't forget he has Zeke in the run game. Yeah, I mean, you, I mean, you have such a good offense. I mean, I mean, Andy Dalton, again, as Andrew said, was was actually, like, fairly decent in, uh, you know, with the Bengals. I mean, you could see him, you know, lead this team to the playoffs. I mean, just lean on Zeke a bit more than what they have been. Um, yeah, I think they could they could easily do it again. As you said, weak division. It's very possible that they can make it. Yeah, I agree. I also think um, that the Cowboys O-line kind of sucks. Both their tackles are out for the year. They've been very banged out. And Dalton might yeah, be killed. Their center also retired yeah. or sat out the season. So, I mean. Exactly. That under uh, offensive line sucks. But the question I want to ask is, what happens to Dak, who was franchise tagged this year? I don't know if the Jerry Jones is going to pay him. He couldn't pay him before the injury. I doubt he'll pay him after. Where could Dak Prescott go? You know, I'm going to say this. The Colts, you know, we're currently, betting odds-wise, we're the favorite to land Dak. You know, going into next year, Jacoby's off contract. Uh, Phillip Rivers is off contract. Phillip Rivers possibly might call it a career after this. But I don't think we're going to re-sign him the way he's playing right now. So I think Dak could possibly come to Indy. You know, we're going to have – or Indianapolis is going to have a lot of cap space next year like they always do. Uh, I just don't know how far we're going to go to pay Dak possibly $45 million a year. I just don't see that happening as far as a quarterback. I mean, like, I know the quarterback market is up, but, like, we – the Indianapolis Colts generally are more conservative with their cap space. I could see San Francisco as an underrated place to go. If they want to move off Jimmy Garoppolo, and they and if they, I'm saying if they tank this year, they win like two more games because of injuries, and they just call it quits. 
They won't have a high enough pick for Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields, at least what they're projected for. And I don't think they'll get Trey Lance. That doesn't seem like a Kyle Shannon quarterback. I can see him picking up or paying Dak Prescott. They have about half their team going off the books next year. I mean, Niners are like, what were they at? They were negative cap space going into this year. How to ship off Brita. How to ship off Godwin. Uh, DeForest Buckner to Indy. So, I mean, going into next year, I'm, I don't think that they can afford to pay Dak 45 or 40 mil a year. Like, yes, half their team's leaving, but they're still generally really low in cap right now. I don't think Dak will command $45 million like you do. Or I don't think anyone will pay him $45 million, but if he's in, like, the $20, $25 million range, I think the Niners will take that. I mean, the Redskins, like, I know this is a weird one, but the Redskins could possibly, you know, get him. As they're looking to trade Dwayne Haskins, um, you know, Kyle Allen, I mean, let's be honest here, I don't see him developing into a great quarterback. Alex Smith, um, I mean, I guess we have to see what what he has left in the tank. But, you know, the Washington football team could possibly be a landing spot for Dak. Um, you know, yeah. I could also see Pittsburgh being a landing spot because Big Ben's getting older. I could see the Raiders moving off Derek Carr, even though it doesn't look like that after the Chiefs game. These are just possible places for Dak. Or you could all be wrong and Jerry Jones pays Dak and he's a cowboy. I think I also see – I could also see the Jets because Sam Darnold, you know. I mean, debatably, they could tank for Trevor. That's probably what they're going to do and ship Darnold off. But if they choose to trade away the pick, which I don't know they would do, maybe for three first, they could always sign Dak. And I think Dak with Chris Herndon, Brashad Perryman, Jameson Crowder, and their uh, second-round pick, I believe, last year, Denzel Mims, I think that they could possibly do something and say they trade away their possible tank for Trevor pick for three first, they could buff up the line for Dak. And I mean, that offense with Bell, it could be Bell could have a really good season again next year paired with Dak. Okay. You guys want to go to our next segment? Yeah. Okay. Play, our next segment is playoffs or not. So this year there's obviously seven playoff spots. So we're going to go over each division and see what teams are going to make the playoffs and what teams won't. Okay. You guys want to start off NFC or AFC? It's your choice. Let's go NFC. I mean, NFC, right. yeah. NFC it is. All right. NFC East. I could see one team coming out of this division. Either the Eagles or the Cowboys. I got the Eagles coming out of it again. I mean, personally, I, I don't know. The Eagles look kind of shaky. Miles Sanders look pretty decent, though. But they just look shaky, and injuries to the receivers, injuries to the core. Uh, not really getting Zacherts involved. Zacherts had, what, one catch for six yards last week? So, I mean, I think Dalton's going to pull off something, and I got Cowboys for now. Yeah, I don't see any other team is making this division or making it to the playoffs as a wild card. Okay, NFC North. This is interesting. I, Packers, I think, win the division. And the, Bear, the Bears, I don't think they're legit at all, but they're, they have a really good record to start. I mean, I, I kind of agree with that. Uh, I think Packers take that for sure. I think Vikings are, lack of words, a lost hope right now. Um, 
I think Packers are going to take that. Packers are off to a really good start. Uh, as far as the Bears go, Bears 4-1 and one right now. They looked decent against the Bucks, But, I mean, they really don't look the best offensively. They look really good defensively, though. So, I mean, I can see them as like a wild card 6-7 or seven seed, but, like, I don't see them taking the division. Also, you never want to doubt Nick Foles in the playoffs. Anything could happen. That is true. That is very true. NFC South, this division is hell. Falcons, I think I have no chance of making it. Mm-hmm. 0-5 is fire their quarterback, fire their coach. Also, underrated storyline, will Matt Ryan return next year? But there's three I mean, teams I could legit see making the playoffs. Their president did say uh, nobody's safe on that team returning, not even Matt Ryan. So Matt Ryan could possibly be shipped off somewhere. Too. The Panthers. Panthers, Bucks, and the Saints all have a legit chance to make the playoffs. Currently, the game's going on. The Saints are getting killed by the Chargers and Justin Herbert. They're down 20 to 3. So I, I'm going to, is it safe? To, I'm not going to give them an L yet, but they're probably going to take an L here. I see, I see the Buccaneers taking this division, and I think the Panthers um, take a wild card spot. I, I think the Saints this might be a hot take. I don't think they make the playoffs this year. Uh okay, that's that's. Uh, I I actually want to go. For actually, that. actually, I, no, think... no, I take that back. Saints definitely make the playoffs. I think once Michael think... Thomas gets back and stops crying over being called Slam Boy, uh, that Saints could retake the division. <clears throat> Bucks, Bucks I mean, are I... really bad against Chicago, so. Yes. I think ahead. there's gonna be an upset. I think the Panthers are gonna somehow win the division. I know it's crazy, but. I don't know. I, I, Drew Brees is not his normal self. He's obviously regressing. The Buccaneers, they're iffy. I mean, they're either really good or they're really bad. And they just haven't shown consistent, you know, consistency. I honestly, it's crazy, but I think that the Panthers maybe have a shot at, <clears throat> you know, winning this. I mean, to this think year. that, like, they have a positive record uh, without C-Mac playing, you know, See, Mike gets back. That could be really scary. I mean, not to credit, take away credit from Mike Davis. He's been doing a really good job. But just imagine that with C-Mac and DJ Moore playing out of Robbie Anderson, very underrated player. He's been balling out, man. He's been getting consistent 100-yard games, like consistently. Maybe not the touchdowns, but he's been consistently been productive for Teddy Bridgewater. Um, hopefully, DJ Moore can, like, you know, be you know, slightly more productive. He was really productive against the Falcons, 57-yard TD. I mean – he hopefully can be, you know, that, that receiver. Okay. We have about two playoff spots left in the NFC, and we're going to the most tough division. I think Seattle takes his division 5-0. and Russell Wilson probably gets his first MVP. First MVP vote, at least, minimum. Vote, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think Seattle takes the division. And now there is hell between the Cardinals, the Niners, and the Rams. I think my Niners don't make the playoffs as much as it pains me. They're too banged up, and they just don't have enough pieces right now. Now, the interesting discussion is between the Rams and the Cardinals. I'll only hear what you guys say first. Well, first of all, I'm going to acknowledge the fact that Niners are probably not going to make it unless Kyle Shanahan really turns up his run game and play designs, a lot of screens, and utilizes Trent Williams and his blocking ability. Um, As far as Cardinals and Rams go, the Rams looked really good coming out of the gate. Uh... Cardinals, Cardinals look iffy, but then again, it's DeAndre Hopkins. 
Uh, I think the Cardinals need to get Kenyon Drake more involved, even though Kenyon Drake's been really bad. I think Kenyon Drake – I think they need to get a consistent run game going. And then Rams, I mean, they looked really good. Passing game, on point, Jerry Goff, Cooper Cup, um, Robert Woods. Robert Woods had a hell of a game last week. So, I mean, I think that Seahawks and Rams are taking this. I agree. I think the Rams do. Both sides of their line have been dominating. Aaron Donald has been his usual self. The Rams, the problem with them last year was their offensive line was not healthy, and that and they couldn't develop a run game. Now that they're healthy, Jared Goff's looking pretty good. Their running back situation is, is not prime Todd Gurley anymore, but it's good enough. The wide receivers are good. Tyler Higby's been very underrated. I, I think they have enough to like take the last playoff spot. Yeah, the Rams have been showing like way more consistency than the Cardinals have. I think they need another year. Um, you know, yeah, they probably just the Cardinals probably just need another year. The Rams, you know, they could be five and zero, but obviously some confident decisions against the Bills. But uh, yeah, I, Jared Goff obviously playing very very good football. Just, you know, what you think Jared Goff could play? I think I say yeah, Seattle and the Rams could make the playoffs. Leave the cards. Who knows? Okay, let's touch on the AFC real quick. AFC East, I got Bills taking the division, Patriots making a wild card spot. Any disagreements? I mean, uh, it, my opinion depends. is, yeah, it depends on uh, Bill Belichick. I mean, like, not to take away credit, he's a really good coach. But, I mean, last week, Brian Hoyer, that situation was disgustingly horrific for them. I mean, I mean they – Cam had COVID, to be fair. I mean, yeah, yeah it depends like, on Cam. I don't think it really depends on Bill Belichick. You know, Bill Belichick is going to play great defense. I mean, holding the Chiefs to six points—that's that's unheard of, especially like these Chiefs. It's just Cam Newton. If Cam Newton can come back healthy, this this could be a a team that other teams should be play. really scared yeah. about. Really scared about the Chiefs should be really scared about this team. If Cam Newton comes back. That's, that's North. What I gotta say. This is a dog fight. Wait, wait. Can we go back to the Eagles real quick? I'm, like, sure. not trying to take away credit from sure. the Dolphins, but they did just, like, destroy the Niners. Yeah, to be honest, the Niners don't have a lot. We give I them- mean, I could see the Dolphins maybe going up, but, like, not likely. Uh, I see them going 8-8 eight eight maybe. Like, at most 8-8. Eight eight. But that's it. I don't see a wild card spot in them. There's too many good AFC teams that are, you know, under the radar that – are going to probably take a wild card spot, especially though there's three now. Like, I don't see the okay. AFC North. This, I honestly could see all three teams in this division making the playoffs. As insane as that is, I don't even know who takes this division. Browns are playing insane. Steelers are undefeated, and the Ravens are looking really good. Their one loss was to the Chiefs. I mean, in my opinion, I think the Steelers are just a little bit overrated. Uh, I think they've had a really easy schedule. Like, all the teams they beat combined for two wins. Like, it's really not the greatest teams they've placed. Ravens, I think Ravens take the division. I think Steelers get a wild card. And as far as Browns go, Browns have, like, a half-decent schedule coming up. They got Steelers twice. Uh, They got Ravens. They got Titans. Uh, That's really about it, though. So, I mean, I could see Cleveland Browns possibly going 9-7, and 10-6. Went making like fifth seed, but I don't see them taking the division. I don't see the Browns taking the division either. I can see both teams making the wild card though. 
AFC South, I think only one team comes out of here. I think that's the Titans. Sorry, uh, Yeezy. Colts don't make it out of here. I mean, I mean, I kind of agree with that, though. Unless we fix our offensive struggles, I think it's going to be similar to last season, how we start 5-2 and two and end, like, 6-10. and 10. Uh, I think, yeah, our defense is playing insane, though. But offensively, we are struggling, and that's going to correlate onto the scoreboard. AFC West. This this division is really good. Very underrated and very good. Chiefs, is there any objections? I think they take the division. Yeah, there's no there's no debate. Even though they had a down game, you're going to have down games in your you know career or, like, you know, in the season. Don't need to worry about them. They're going to make the playoffs for sure. And now there's a dogfight between the Raiders and the Chargers. For that last uh, I spot. can see the Chargers coming up as a seventh seed. Based on what they're doing right now against the Saints, if Justin Herbert continues to play good and their defense like continues to lock up, I can see them taking seventh seed. I can see the Raiders also taking the seventh seed. They've been playing really well. Josh Jacobs has a couple down games, but he'll figure it out. If Derek Carr keeps playing like this, I think he makes the playoffs, but odds are he won't. I got my money on the Chargers. Honestly, this is that one division I could see three teams making the playoffs. I mean, you know, if if Herbert can play as good as he's playing, I mean, they can easily make the playoffs. They have a very, very – they have a solid defense. I mean, Joey Bosa, you know, Derwin James being out was obviously, you know, Massive. a record. But, um, yeah, they have solid cornerbacks. They have a very, very underrated pass rush. Um yeah, I think they're just – they're a very solid team, and they they could – they can make the playoffs very, very easily, I think, in my opinion. All right. Should we talk about some Niners? I mean, I, this is music to my ears, so, yeah, please go ahead. This this pains me. My team coming off the Super Bowl, probably going to be in, in, like, a top 15 pick this year. They're just very banged up. We were starting, like, a – eighth string corner that we pulled up from the practice squad and he's guarding Devontae Parker. What is Robert Sala doing? They Fitzpatrick just threw it up to Devontae Parker and Brian Allen couldn't do a thing about it. Though there were only three Niners that showed up. And Kitt, it was Kittle, even though they were bracketing him. Mostert, who had a hundred yards rushing, very underrated fantasy player too. And Fred Warner. And that's about it every week. I mean I think Niners, yeah, they're going to have top 15 peak, pick probably. Uh, the way their schedule goes and the way they're playing right now, Jimmy Garoppolo's status questionable both health-wise and performance-wise. Uh, most are, it's just the Niners' typical run game. It's doing decent, but, like, last year what they did is they based the run game to play action. And with Jimmy Garoppolo being highly questionable, that play action game is essentially gone. And I think teams are catching on to what the Niners did last year. You know, the Dolphins just held them to, like, limited points. So, I mean, I think that they are going to get a top 20 pick. I saw this scrolling through my timeline, and I agree with it. I think Kyle Shanahan, the whole Niners organization, knew this this week was a must-win week. That's why they played Jimmy G, even though he clearly wasn't ready. He has He didn't even go through a full practice, but they played him on game day. He missed a lot of throws. He threw two interceptions that were brutal. He was not the Jimmy G 
I, I watch every week. Then looking forward, they have a lot of tough games. I can honestly see him losing the next six games. The Niners, odds are, will have a top 15 pick. I mean, you're saying a top 15 pick. Who do you think you're going to get? I'd pray to God it's a corner because if I have to watch Brian Allen take another snap, I swear to God. <laughs> yeah, you guys are kind of depleted by injuries. You know, you got Anza, you got Grapplo, you got Drake Greenlaw, you got Bosa, Solly Thomas. Debu missed the first like three games. Debo, and he was playing sick today. Sherman was out. So, I mean, I think if you guys could tank draft corners. And I think you guys can come back better next year, depending on your cap situation and what you do with Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, the Niners have a lot of question marks going into next season. The one, the one of the few positives about that game is, I think we learned that Brandon Ayuk's a wide receiver number one. He he looked very good with poor QB play. He was very slippery on routes, and I think he has a bright future ahead of him. I mean, yeah, going back a couple of weeks, he had that. What was it, 30-yard touchdown run against the Eagles, finishing off with a hurdle? That looked really impressive. And if you watch his college highlights, those were really similar, especially the hurdle and his movement speed to how he's playing in the NFL. So I think I agree. He could be a wide receiver one, but right now I'm kind of riding on the Debu side, even though he's been injured. Debo, he hasn't been healthy yet, but when he's healthy, Debo is very explosive as well. Especially with the end around, I like running with him. Yeah. Very, very great with your odds after catch. All right. You guys want to wrap it up? Be money. You have anything to say about the Niners? I mean, Seattle has always been better. Uh, the Niners suck. Russell Wilson is better than half their team. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Uh, can, can I add on real quick? Sure. Uh, Go ahead. I bet you missed DeForest Buckner. Uh, yeah. We got we to gotta wait till next year, though. We gotta see how much we miss him next year. Okay, got it. I mean, That's... even here, he wouldn't really help beef up your D line, especially depleted with injury. All right, guys. That's all for the NFL Outlook po- uh, um, podcast. Thank you for listening, and I'm signing off. Peace. Peace.